The Way Family Podcast is open, honest, and real. It's like you're sitting in on a conversation with two people who you've been friends with for so long. It makes you feel like you're a part of their everyday lives, and it gives you aspects and views on things that you wouldn't normally think about on your own. It's very comforting to have these to look forward to every Monday. Something that captures my attention and something that's relevant in our world today in our society. It's not boring, it's real life, and you guys are real people. It's stimulating, it's interesting and for a stay-at-home mom, it makes me feel like I'm hanging out with friends. I get so much practical wisdom from you guys that is applicable to my everyday life while also getting a good laugh and also um, just feeling encouraged to go out and adventure and pursue those things that I'm passionate about. I listen to a lot of podcasts and they all kind of talk about whatever's trending on the internet and it just kind of feels like auditory clickbait and you guys don't do that. Making my Mondays better since episode one and that's because you guys are extremely funny open-minded and really down to earth which i appreciate the podcast um it's always fun thinking alongside you guys and i always ponder and think about how cool it is that you can feel so close to someone and yet you've never met them before it's really cool hello and welcome to the way family podcast i am zach i am hannah hi it is so hot It is very hot. We're currently recording in the dark with our window open and I have an ice pack on my neck and chest. And And I am laying on the floor. It was 105 degrees here today and nobody on the Central Coast has air conditioning. So we're dying. It is 9.52, 8 minutes to 10. And we are just recording this episode now because we had some... We had my sister and her fiancé over for dinner and to play some card games. It was fun. We played Scattergories. Hannah won. I did. It was fun. Anyways, how was your week, Hannah? Well, before we get into that, today what we're going to be talking about is priorities. What is urgent, what is not urgent, what is important, and what is not important. And... Yeah, so we'll be talking about that in a little bit, but before we get into that, let's talk about our weeks. Hannah? Yes, hello. Um, I had a good week. Um, My sister came down, well, yeah, my sister came down with us from our trip last weekend, and so we spent a couple of days with her, and Forrest just had the best time playing with her. And um, then my mom came down to pick her up because she didn't have a car. So then we got to see my mom. And that was fun. Um, it's always fun to spend time with them because, I mean, we don't live in the same place. And I don't know. I I wish that we did. And I wish that, I mean, especially for Forrest's sake, you know, I wish that we could see them more. He loves all of his grandparents and all of his aunts and his very few uncles so much so um yeah it's always fun when we get to see them and obviously i mean i love my family so uh so that happened and then this weekend was really good we got to see the sunset at the beach on friday and forest and zach went swimming because it was it's been hot for like three or four days it's been like over 100 degrees which is very abnormal for us and we're not used to it but then again i realized it is everything is relative because I think about what people down in Houston are going through and I have no room to complain. So now I just feel like a jerk. But um, so anyways, we went to the beach and Forrest had a really good time swimming with Zach and like going in the waves. He was he really is obsessed with like surfing. He wants to surf really bad because of Lilo and Stitch. But I do not surf and Zach does not surf. And we're like, so who's going to teach you how to surf? I don't know. And I could teach him how to surf. I've been surfing. I like. I enjoy. You don't have a surfboard. Though. Surfing. Yeah, I gave it away. Yeah. Anyways, so then on Saturday it was really fun too. We went kayaking on a lake around here, and it was so fun. And then we went swimming in a pool after because, um, it, we were hot. So yeah, it was just a really good weekend of family time. 
And I don't know, it's been a while since we've gotten some good family time. So I was really thankful for that, especially because this is the month that baby Fern is coming. Well, probably. I mean, I'm sure it could be, she could be late and come in October, but I'm just, you know, I like, I'm soaking up every minute of family time because it's, everything's going to change so much soon. So, so I was, my heart was very happy. How was your week, hun? My week was good. I got to do all that stuff with you and Forrest over the weekend, which was nice. And um, it was nice having your sister here. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have mice at work. Ugh. So I've been catching those all week. Gross. And we had some surprise visitors and a field trip. And it was super hot this week. And we do not have AC. In the warehouse, and I'm in an office inside of the warehouse, and the warehouse is a concrete building. It was just so hot. And the climbing gym doesn't have AC either, and I was a fool and went there a couple times (laughs) and just sweated so much. I think that, like, your body must acclimate acclimate Acclimate. to the weather that you're in, and it, like, gets used to that. And so anything that's like more than 10 degrees off of whatever it is, you're like, oh my gosh, this is freezing or oh my gosh, I'm on fire. But really like, I don't know, I'm not, like I I, um, lived in Haiti for two months or three months. I'm not, I don't remember. And um, I just remember like getting off the airplane, I was like, can't breathe. This feels like hell. Too hot. Humid, I bet. Humid. Yeah. And um then I got used to it. And it was not a problem. That's probably like how people I always think like people in Arizona where it's like 110 plus like on any given day of the year. Like they have to their body has to acclimate to that because that is not like it was 100 and I think the highest I got here was like 108 or something. And that, like, it was seriously physically difficult <laughs> for us. And I'm like, what the heck? It's like way hotter around, like, di- different places around the earth and everybody's doing just fine. But, like, we're we're just, our bodies and our homes are just not really prepared for that, I guess. Yeah. I just got back from the store to get ice packs. Little, um, like the... Like the weird things that you see in like hospital movies. Like hot water bottles, but yeah. for ice. Yeah. And um, Hannah is using that on her head. And I got one for myself too, but there was not enough ice <laughs> in the freezer. So. It, it really cools you down so much. So if you're in like a hot place and you don't have air conditioning and you need to cool yourself down, think about putting an ice pack like on your feet or on your head. Because think about it, all your body temperatures in your head, or, you know, that's what they tell you. Well, what the saying is, is that you lose 80% of your body heat from your head. That's why you're supposed to wear hats in the winter. So if you want to get rid of some of that heat, you just got to cool off your head. That's smart. Yeah, that was thanks to our roommates for figuring that one out. I also, when we were kayaking, was a fool and did not wear sunscreen. (laughs) And I got so sunburnt, like the hurt, the, the pain... The painful kind of sunburn. Like, well, is there any non-painful? I don't know. Like minor sunburn, but it just like hurts to be inside of my skin. Yeah. Like it's tight. And like Forrest touched his back today and he's like, Wah! That's not true. Forrest <laughs> was trying to climb and claw on I know, me. I know. Like a climbing gym. But he took a cold bath and that was not a good oh, idea. It felt so nice. But as soon as I got out, I thought like there was flames on my skin. Like I was trying to put myself off. Uh, Stop, drop, and roll. We're so dramatic today. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, anyways. Hannah, I had tossed this idea to you and you said, I think that's dumb. No, I just said I I just don't want to talk about that. Well, what what do you want to talk about these days? I don't know. My The capacity that my brain has these days is not very big. So I can't think of new things to talk about. I'm like, what... I feel like we've talked about so many things and now it's like we're kind of going over subjects. So, but I guess not. Well, I would hope not, but I think 
I think that it'd be good to be, do a refresher on the five areas of wellness and smart goals and stuff like that eventually. Sure. But that's not what we're talking about tonight. That was last year. Yeah, I know. Anyways, what we're talking about today is priorities. And the reason that we're talking about priorities is because I have had a hard time with priorities. And for Hannah right now, she's got like one priority. And it is to have this baby and stay sane. I have more than that. That's your main one? No. My main priority is taking care of Forrest. That's what I'm doing every single day. Yeah. I Well, yeah, I guess. But, it, but that's like the thing that I'm that we're like planning most for. Right. Is having another kid. Because that's important and it is... Um, urgent time bound yeah Yeah. it is time bound like it's coming the goal is to have a baby (laughs) (laughs) and so with me it's very difficult um to because i always want to like hustle and i always want to be diverse in the things that i spend my time in and i just have a bunch of different interests and things like that and i always have to cut down on my priorities, because if you have more than three priorities, then realistically, you probably don't have any priorities. Mm-hmm. And so you have to say no to some opportunities in order to say yes to your priorities. But you have to define what your priorities are first. And there's something that we've been using at work um, that uh, my coworker and I came across and it's this little um, square, and it's divided into four sections. And at the top are things that are important. On the bottom are things that are not important. And on the left side are things that are urgent. And on the right side are things that are not urgent. So does that... Hannah, can you explain it? Yeah, it's like... um, It's like, yeah, where the two overlap, it is... I mean, I think you explain it good. So it's like urgent and important is one and it's a quadrant. So there's like four. So like one one side of the quadrant, like the X axis is like, let's say that is urgent. And then the Y axis, let's say that is important. So in the lower quadrant, it is not very urgent, not very important. In the upper right quadrant, it is very important and very urgent. And then the other one says, you know, Important, but not urgent, and then urgent, but not important. Right. Well, we can put a link for it. I mean, I don't know why we had to visually explain that, but... <laughs> uh, we'll just post it on our Instagram. Sure. Um, And happy Labor Day, by the way. Thank you. I was talking to the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> what if I went into labor on Labor Day? Okay, legitimately, though, when I was little, I thought Labor Day was like when lots of women have their babies. <laughs> For real, though. Ask my mom. It was like nine months Ask before Teresa. that day. Yeah. It was when a lot of people got busy. Yeah. Goodness sakes. Well, anyways, the reason why is we have a lot of opportunities that present themselves. And if you are someone who likes to take advantage of opportunities and use opportunities to learn and grow and challenge your strength, yourself and things like that, um, then saying no to opportunities is difficult. Because, like, I at least I, like, always chase op- opportunities. What mm-hmm. about you, Hannah? Or, like, at least when they come to you, it's usually hard to say no, depending on, you know, what the occasion is. But it, I think that it, lately it has been a lot easier for me to say no to things. <laughs> because it feels like our priorities, well, our number one priority is prepare for having a baby. Because that is just, that's the season that we're in right now. So we've kind of gotten a little bit of tunnel vision on that. And and because of that, we haven't spent much time together, like good quality time, you know, because we have a lot that we need to do before she gets here. And weekends is the time to do it. And, you know. Weekends and nights. That's all the time that, that I have. That's all the time he has. And so he's working on things that... I mean, that I'm not really working on because I don't do that. And I don't know. So it that has been 
tricky, but we know like it's like, okay, this is kind of like survival mode, getting everything that we need before we have a baby. Like, but we know that we're like in that survival mode. So it's like, it's not, it's not so bad, but it is hard to not, you know, to have to say no to like the opportunity of quality time and just, you know, doing nothing because we have all this other stuff to do. But, or even like if someone asked me to do something cool that I was interested in or like, I know that I would say no, but it would be a bummer for me to say no. Mm-hmm. And if I hadn't, I mean, it's easy for us now because our priority is like, um, like it's going to happen. It, I don't know. It is both important and, and urgent because it is time bound. But if we hadn't defined what our priority is, then it would be a lot more difficult to say no when opportunities present themselves because you could say that this is important but not urgent. Or it might be urgent, but it might not be important. Um, well, that's what I was thinking about, like like when you were going to do your album, you know, how we went up to do your album last week. And I was like, when you first told me, you're like, I think I'm going to go um, at the end of August. I was like, Wait, are you kidding me? I was like, I was so, I couldn't even believe it because I was like, what? But then also, then I realized, well, this is, this is a priority and it is urgent because your goal was to do it by the end of the year. And that's coming up. So, you know, I don't know. I was like, at first I was like really confused, but I was like, okay, well, I, I guess, I guess it's going to be great. And it was. It was good. Wait, did we talk about that last week? No, we didn't talk about it. I think we did because we recorded right when we got home. Oh, maybe we did. Well, he went up last weekend to Napa. I'm pretty sure we talked about it. Too, and he recorded like the the rough tracks. Rough tracks? It's basically going to be the scratch tracks. Scratch tracks for his album, which is a really big step. Yeah, so I... Well, anyways... that's off subject sorry off topic but yeah 11 songs down one song more to write wrote two the day before we went to go record um and i am excited about it but it um i'm still wrestling with the idea that done is better than perfect because i want perfect and our the time frame is coming to like a like there's Right now, there is way more important things than that. And so there's sacrifices that I had to make. There's always sacrifices that you have to make. Especially if you're trying to keep your priorities, there's always going to be sacrifices. Right. Like the other opportunities that you were talking about. Right. And you have to say no to those opportunities, but it's a lot more difficult to say no to those opportunities that may arise if you have not defined what your priorities are. Mm-hmm. And so, Hannah, in the in those four quadrants, what would you say your top priority is? Um. Well, the urgent and the important. And then, yeah, I I would agree. I think most people would agree with that. Like most people would say, yeah, that's their top priority. It's like putting out fires. It is important and it's urgent. Like you've got to do it now. Yeah. Um. But what quadrant do you think that you spend the most time on? Um, I don't know. Not it would be probably important, but not urgent. Really? Yeah. See, I think that that is classically what I've spent the least amount of time on. Important, but not urgent. Right. What What do you because think yours is the most? What I think mine that is um urgent but not important. I think interesting. I spend a lot of time doing stuff that is urgent but not super. So important. like busy work? Busy work, yeah. Oh my. I mean like cleaning when I get home and after I put Forrest to bed. That's important. It's not super important. Well, cleaning is important. Yeah, I guess. 
Because think about it. Hey, like, do you want to um, cough another time? I was sneezing. Thank you very much. <laughs> you didn't say bless you at all. Hello. Oh, Forrest I'm sorry, is bl- Forrest. Forrest is the bless you police. He's like, um, mama, I sneezed and then I sneezed. You have to say bless you, bless you. <laughs> Anyways. He always tells me, um, Dada, you have to cough like this. <coughs> and he makes me re-cough. <laughs> Put my hand over my mouth. Well, at least we're teaching him these things. Oh, Maybe I boy. need to teach you these things. I cough into my elbow. and Not he tells, always. He tells me that that's wrong. So thanks for training our son <laughs> that you can only cough into the your hand. The vampire cough. Anyways. um, Yeah, because think about for you, I would say that it is urgent. It is important and it is urgent. Well, I don't think it's urgent, but I think it is important, like the cleaning, because when stuff is not clean, it is it greatly affects you and your mood. Right. So I would say that's more important than urgent. But like other busy work stuff that you have to do is, you know, just urgent and not necessarily the most important. Right. Well, and I think a lot a lot of that stuff is work. Like a lot of yeah. the, a lot of the stuff that I do at work is not super important. Yeah, but it needs to be done mm-hmm. right now, <laughs> and I've got to drop everything and do that. And I just like sometimes it really frustrates me because I'm not I'm do not have the ability to say no. This is not important because there is a time like it because it is urgent and because I have to get it done. Mm-hmm. And so I have to drop everything that is important and work on this one thing that's urgent and then eventually get back to whatever I was working on. But I think that a lot of people, and I think that I do, although not these past like couple weeks, I think that I do spend a lot of time on things that are not urgent or important. Yeah. Just like... Like scrolling on your phone. Scrolling on my phone. Getting stuck in the video tornado. Yeah, watching fail videos, watching some TV show that's all in Spanish and I have no idea what it is, but I watched two episodes because I'm... Our roommates are watching it. Narcos. Narcos. It was really interesting. What are you doing with your windscreen? I'm not doing anything. It's like I was just I was moving my cord over because my uh, ice pack is falling off my head. <laughs> you guys have to see this for pa- for we're, parenting. What we are sitting in the dark. Hannah has an ice pack on her head, <laughs> sitting in Balancing. her recliner. <laughs> no, it's my brand new rocking chair that I love. That's going to be my recommendation for this week. Okay, okay. Anyways, I want to talk about my quadrant for a minute. Yeah, talk about your quadrant. Well, your quadrant. I feel like the qua- like the quadrant I spend the most amount of time on is the important but not urgent quadrant because a lot like okay, so I'm home with Forrest all day long and I think that most of well, parenting is very important. And I guess parenting is urgent, but I think a lot of the stuff that I do with him is important, like the quality time that I spend with him. But that's not urgent, you know, like, I don't know, that's not really urgent. So it's like that kind of stuff is is important. And I know it's important to him and it's important to me. So like playing guys with him for 30 minutes is very important to him and he loves that and it fills his little love tank right up or like painting or you know or the times when I have to discipline him like that stuff is important and I mean I don't know maybe it is urgent I don't know I don't think it's urgent no what what do you think is that urgent I don't know no no I wouldn't say that that's urgent but I mean but like if he um like if he hurt himself and you have to go and comfort him and oh yeah that would be him, urgent that would be urgent and okay. that that would be important and urgent yeah but well and then like this when i have time that when he's sleeping or you know like at night or during his nap the things that i'm doing is either like work stuff or young living stuff planning classes or you know emailing people whatever or which which that that's important but it's not necessarily urgent. I mean if I didn't do it, my paycheck would reflect that, but 
it's not really urgent. And then the other stuff I spend my time doing is watching Gilmore Girls and knitting because my brain needs to just chill. Like seriously, knitting is such a stress reliever for me. I can't even explain to you how many outfits Fern has that are knitted and how many hats and how many little pairs of bloomers, like so many things, but it it really it relieves my stress so much I can't even explain. So that is also important to me. I mean, maybe Zach's probably annoyed with how many things I've knitted, but that is important to me because of how it relieves my stress and it like I get to be creative for that time, you know? And so that is important, but not really urgent because she already has enough clothes. <laughs> yeah, I should probably focus more on things that are important and not urgent. Yeah. Because I want to prepare for the future and not just get stuck in like the daily monotony of like Okay, got to pay the bills. Okay, got to fix the car. Okay, got to, you know, yeah. do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, because that's just tiring. Like, if I would have, if I would have done preventative maintenance on the car, and even though it's important, but it wasn't urgent at the time, then I wouldn't have to have done the urgent and important thing later. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I guess for me... Like, I view things differently because if I need to, like, relax or calm down and I have downtime, like, I'd rather do something that, like, I I don't know. I think I define it a little different. Like, I want to do something that is going to relieve pressure in the future, not in the current moment. Well, I think that's just d- different personality types. Yeah. But do you, do you think that that affects how we view priorities? How we view, like, relieving stress? What do you mean? Well, like you said, crocheting or knitting. Knitting is important. Yeah. For me, um, cleaning... I know, knitting is not important to you. ...is <laughs> important. Or, like, for me... Um, organizing is important. Yeah, but then when you, yes, that is important to you, but that is, like, is that a way of relieving stress for you? Or is just, like, sitting scrolling on your phone a way of relieving stress for you? Or, like, like what it, what is that for you then? It's sitting outside with a cigar and a beer. Yeah, that would be relaxing. Yeah. That would be relieving stress. That is relieving. So that's like the same thing for me. No, but I'd also say that I relieve stress by accomplishing things. Well, I think that knitting is accomplishing things. It's just different things. And I'm. it's also part of the nesting thing, I think, too. Nesting. What a mom term. Well, I am a mom, so... Is that a, is that a thing that guys can do at all? Yeah, you have been doing it by getting building the dressers and stuff. Building, yeah, but that's not for me. I'm not knitting for me. I'm knitting stuff for her. What what is nesting? It's just like preparing stuff for your baby, like getting stuff done around your house, like going through clothes, doing baby laundry, getting things organized. Hmm. Like when I went crazy that night, it was like one in the morning and I was going through all of Forrest's old baby clothes, organizing them in here. That yep. would be a nesting moment. Uh-huh. So back to the quadrants, I think that we could probably agree that the the lower, I'm just, I'm picturing in my head, the lower left-hand quadrant, the non-important, non-urgent quadrant is probably the one we want to spend the least amount of time in. Or just cut it out. Yeah, but that's not going to happen ever because people do stuff that is just, you know, time wasting, like being on your phone. Right. That's like a part of life. Even if it is like in the line at the grocery store or just like minutes here and there, you could be putting your mind to better use than doing whatever scrolling you're doing. And I'm Hello, I'm talking to myself here. Because sometimes for a snap time, I just lay down and then I go on my phone to check one thing and then it's like a half an hour later and I'm like, he's going to wake up in 45 minutes. I have to do something productive. Um, So I, I completely spend time in that quadrant too, but 
I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to either. So then what, it, what do you But then think? it also seems like I don't have time to do things that are, well, okay, at least for me, because the thing that I spend the most amount of time doing is what's urgent, but not necessarily important. But again, that's probably because I am at work eight to 12 hours a day. But the thing that I recognize is that I don't have enough time a lot. A lot of the time, I feel like I don't have enough time to do things that are important, but not necessarily urgent. But then somehow I have, I find the time to do things that are not important and also not urgent. Yes. Like scroll on my phone or... The YouTube videos kill me. The YouTube videos. They kill me. Or, you know... Just read a million articles about something that doesn't really affect my life and read 400 <laughs> comments from people who I don't know. <laughs> okay, I get sucked into that one too. The It's the comments. Like when people post an article on Facebook or like like the original source like has a Facebook page that they posted it from then, and then there's like a ton, a ton of comments on there. Mm-hmm. And then you read the replies to the comments and you find, see all, it's just like a fascinating, it's like people watching, but a different way of it it's like through you're like okay trenton you're a jerk yeah get out of here marie (laughs) um but i totally get that too but that's the thing you think okay i have like a spare minute here i'm gonna go on my phone but then seriously then it's like half an hour later and it's like okay now it's time for bed and i did not do anything with this evening not that like every single minute has to be productive because sometimes you just need those downtimes when your brain is you know off but I I don't know. I think obviously everybody could probably get better about being on their phones and, you know, doing stuff that is just purely time wasting. But it is hard to get in that mindset, especially when you do only have a sad amount of time. Like you said, you only have your evenings and weekends and on the weekends, it's only one day. So your evenings, if you think you have this big project and you say, okay, well, I have tonight. I can't finish the project tonight and then it is discouraging and you just, you know, lay down and start watching TV or start looking on your phone. I get I get that. Yeah. And I think that it is it is hard to think in this mindset all of the time because you do need times to like rest. But the thing the problem that I have with like this uh survival mode or survival mentality is that it's so easy to get stuck in it yeah and you're just like oh i'm just trying to survive i'm just putting out fires every day and just like trying to breathe yeah i just need some time to relax because my life is so crazy but it's like are you really relaxing are you and are you doing anything to try to change your situation and are you doing things like are you recognizing that you also have to do the important things, not just the urgent things? Yeah. Like there are seasons in life when the only things that you do are urgent. Like when you're in college, you've got to turn in papers. You have to stay up late because you have to turn in the paper because you have to pass the class. It's important and it's urgent. But, or like when you have a newborn, everything's urgent when you have a newborn. Right. Because you don't ever have sleep. There's usually a tiny baby yelling at you and they need to be fed or changed right now. Everything is urgent when you have a newborn. And that really is real survival mode. But I think that it's really important that we take a step back, especially when we're in the quote unquote survival mode and reassess what our priorities are. And if all that we've been doing is in the urgent but not important or urgent and important and we're ignoring the things that are important but not urgent, then we're ignoring important things. It's like real simple. Then it's like you're only spending time in like the two extreme quadrants. Right. And that I don't think that's a healthy balance. Well, but I think that that's what the majority of people spend their time on. Well, and because when you're in that mindset that like, like okay i am in survival mode you like you said you can get stuck in that but then at some point you have to realize that life is just hard like there is hard stuff in life and sometimes it's stressful and like it's gonna be 
I mean, I don't mean to sound pessimistic, but sometimes it's one thing after the other and it feels really sucky and unfair, but that's life. That is life. So sometimes you just have to suck it up. Wow. What? I think we switched positions here because... Well, I just know because I have been there. I have been there when I felt like everything, like seasons upon seasons, I felt like all everything was survival mode. And literally, I don't like thinking of myself when during that time because I was annoying to be around and I was real complainy and I was lazy, even though I was quote-unquote in survival mode. I don't know. It was just not... I just did not like myself in that. So I'm kind of talking to myself back then. You just were not thriving. Yeah, I was not living my best life. (laughs) (laughs) But now I am. (laughs) Also, side note, we thought we were... (laughs) Photos that we posted on our Instagrams from our kayaking date, we came up with our captions together. We were laughing at ourselves. We thought we were so funny. Well, it's just like, oh, we should have got a canoe because that would have been the perfect picture because that just kills it on Instagram right now. I saw a photo of a a girl with a a little hat. Yeah, on a canoe. You know, they like the canoe with the mountains in the back. It's like every it's on every single fancy in- Instagram merge account. Wait, we we were in a kayak. Uh, that's what I'm saying. We should have got a canoe. Oh, OK. Sorry. I'm not following. But OK. Well, I just saw one of like a guy playing guitar, like leaning back. Like he took the picture. He's leaning back, taking the picture of a guitar on his lap with his fancy Danner boots and this girl sitting in front with a floppy hat and. I was just like, why? <laughs> so it was funny that we posted that. It, I mean, yeah, it was the. I, I didn't think that part was funny. I thought it, our captions are funny because we were funny. Oh, I thought our captions were funny. That's what I was talking about. I thought our captions were funny because of the shot also. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, back to the, my, my rant on survival mode. If you are feeling like you're in survival mode, you very well might be. But also, you very well might be stuck in the mindset that you're always in survival mode but you don't have to be do you know what i mean so figure out your quadrants figure out where you're spending the most time in and if that is the one that you really want to be spending the most time in if it is like the like only urgent only important which i mean that is life a lot of times then maybe you can somehow figure out how to balance it a little more and maybe you can offload some of the only urgent, not important stuff. Like mm-hmm. maybe you you might not think that you're in a position to delegate, but you might be able to delegate that, <laughs> whether that is to technology or to a machine or maybe you get meals delivered or maybe like, I mean, there are ways to delegate even if you feel like you you're not in the position to delegate anything. But I'd say, yeah, see as much uh, offload as much stuff that is urgent but not necessarily important so that you can focus on things that are important that only you can do that might not necessarily be urgent right now but they will be eventually and if you wait until they're urgent then you're just putting out fires and then you're in survival mode again and, and it's, it's just stressful it's just perpetuates your little cycle of putting out fires but, I mean, everyone does things that are not important and not urgent. So maybe you cut back on that so you can focus on one of the other quadrants, you know? Yeah. I need to cut back on that, dude. I need to cut back on that, too. Like, And you so need to cut bad. back on the urgent but not important. Yeah, it's just hard. I literally but, can't even think of anything in my life that is urgent other than having a baby. That it, like, That's the only thing of urgency, really. Besides paying bills, I guess, like sending the checks. But I don't I don't even know. I don't know. Maybe I'm not a very important person. I have nothing urgent. Well, I think that you and I have a different sense of urgency, too. Yeah, because cleanliness is urgency for you. Well, it's just the do it now mentality that we were talking about last week. Yeah, I know. But I would say that just because of my work... That is why the majority of my time is spent doing things that are urgent but not necessarily important. And I'm interrupted so many times and it's uh, it's frustrating, it's obnoxious, and it's stressful 
to keep dropping the things that are important in order to do the things that are urgent. Yes, urgency is stressful because like I'm just only I know all this is relating back to us having a baby this month, but that the urgency, the fact that she could be here in like she could be here tomorrow. She could be here any time in the next three or four weeks, you know, any time. That is stressful alone. Just the fact that, well, we don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen within this amount of time. That is urgency and that is stressful. So I think eliminating as much urgency as you can. Well, maybe that's not the most realistic, but I think that that would be the most helpful. Would you agree? Yeah. Obviously, there's things that you can't really unurgentify, like having a baby or, you know, paying bills, like that stuff that has to happen, you know, like you have to go to work to pay bills. But you can offload some of that urgent stuff. Like you can do auto bill pay. If you don't have time to go grocery shopping, like you can... Do Blue Apron. It's a little bit more expensive, but there's always sacrifices well, that I meant, you're, like, you're the, going to make. Like Because going to work to make money to pay your bills, that is an urgent thing. That is something that needs to happen you know, every day or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? So that that's what I meant by paying bills, not like getting the bills like physically paid. But Right. You know well, what I, mean? I mean, yeah, but part of that you can... What am I doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just clicked play. <laughs> okay. Well, some of the stuff like you can you can set it up to be automatic and then you just set it and I mean you check on it from time to time but it's like I mean like with the acorns thing. Okay. Saving is important. It's important and it's urgent. Mm-hmm. Uh but uh well maybe it's not as urgent as it is important. Because yeah, we, it's not we don't, as urgent. We don't know what we're saving for. We just and know that things, like, savings is important. And other things become more urgent. Right. And so then it's just like, okay, crap. Well, got to fix the car. So got to do that. But like with acorns, like there's so many ways to like offload and delegate. Yeah, you're delegating. Yeah, you're essentially with the acorns saving apps app, which we've talked about so many times before. But with that, like you spend 15 minutes setting it up. And it rounds up all of your purchases on your credit card or on your debit card to the nearest dollar, puts them in an investment portfolio, and then, you know, it just all happens in the background. And then you check it, I don't know, six months down the road, and you've got a thousand bucks in savings. And, like, that was something that is important, but maybe not necessarily urgent. The urgent things are what you spend the most amount of money on because it's like your car broke down, you have to fix it now. Now you can't put money in savings. But like with Acorns, like there's so many ways to do different things. And if you you can find a way to offload some of that and to give yourself more time. But there's always sacrifices that you have to make. Yep. So Also, that was not an ad. But if it was an ad, that would have been the most perfectly placed ad. Like the most like nonchalant ad there ever was. <laughs> shoot i know that was really good hun well thank (laughs) you even though it's not an ad but well if you do want to use our acorns code we could get five dollars i'm just saying it's a whole lot of money right they'd get five dollars too i actually think it's ten dollars yeah i'll have to check but every little bit adds up and that's the best part about it is because literally you don't even see that you don't even notice it so you don't have to be saying like okay this paycheck i got paid this amount of money i need to put this amount in savings like you don't even have to do that like you don't even have to think about that so that's like brain space that you do not have to use yeah it's really nice or like okay it's important and urgent to get dressed in the morning so like what can you do to mi- to minimize that time just not get dressed no that's not what i'm saying <laughs> so let's be naked no that's not what i'm saying just <laughs> cut your decisions in half. Yes, I know. Start a capsule wardrobe. Not a capsule. Only wear gray t-shirts. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> it's kidding. a lot easier when you have separated things into these quadrants and you're like, okay, this is what I'm going to focus on. When you take kind of yourself and your feelings and your emotions out of the situation and you rise above it to like a bird's eye view and you're like, okay, this is important but not urgent. This is urgent but not important. This is both urgent and important. And this is neither important nor urgent. So this is what I'm going to do first. It just makes it so much easier because you don't have to like 
you just already have chosen what you're going to focus on, and if it's not in that quadrant, you're not going to do it. And that frees up brain space, and that just like a lot of a lot of people, myself included, just get stuck in the cycle of not being able to make a decision on what to do. And you're like, oh gosh, yep. I have so much to do. Where do I start? I guess I'll just do nothing. Start somewhere. Do something. I I like, feel like that too. Sometimes it's very it's very tricky. Yeah, and I think that that's when you fall into the doing a buttload of stuff that's not important and not urgent is because you're you can't decide on what to do i wonder how many times we've said the word important and urgent this episode yeah i'm just gonna call the whole episode urgent and important ah so good all right well anyways (laughs) um hannah do you have any recommendations because i got yes i have two recommendations okay go for it is Old school Ingrid Michaelson albums. I've been listening to them a lot and it brings back memories. It's very nostalgic for me, but also she's just so good. I like her older stuff a lot more and I kind of forgot about her. So her and good old Ingrid. Yeah. Classic. She was a big, she was on a lot of the mixtapes that you gave me, hun, when we were dating. That is true. We actually did send mixtapes. CDs, CDs yeah. not cassettes. We're not that old. Yeah, we did. And it was fun. And she was on a lot of them. So it was very, it was nostalgic. I just, yeah, she's really good. And the, I do not remember the name, but the rocking chair from Ikea that I am currently sitting on. I will, we'll put the link in the show notes. It is so Po-wan. nice. Oh, Poang. Poang. Um, P-O-A-N-G. And there's two dots above the O, I believe. Anyways, uh, it is very comfortable. It is like, okay, so it's a wooden frame and there there's a cushion. I mean, the cushion is not, you know, the most comfortable. But the way that the chair is shaped and like the angle that you're sitting at, it's very ergonomically perfect. It is so comfortable. And it is so pretty. Also, I seriously love it so much. I just want to sit in here all the time. I've sat in here a lot today. With a fan blowing directly on me. <laughs> and it was really nice. So anyways, if you're in the market for a, a rocking chair, that's what I would recommend. It's it's simple and it's very comfortable and it's a good size. I don't know. It's just a very good rocking chair. But uh, yep. So those are my recommendations. Oh, also these uh, weird ice packs that I'm wearing on my head. Yes. You can can only find them. I looked them up. I mean, I'm sure you can get them on Amazon, but you can only find them at Rite Aid or Walmart. Interesting. Yeah, if you get hot, um, get get a fan and get one of those ice packs. Oh, yeah, and these fans are so nice, too. Oh, yes. I'm so glad I got those. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait. Sorry, I have one more. Okay, hurry. Um... Okay, so I found this recipe on Pinterest, and then I kind of just like tweaked it a little bit. But basically, it's pumpkin pie Greek yogurt. It's just basically like pumpkin Greek yogurt. There's no like pie crust, but you just get plain Greek yogurt. You add pumpkin. I made like my whole container of Greek yogurt into it because I don't like it plain. So I just dumped the whole thing in a bowl and then like mixed the other stuff in. But then you add pumpkin and then cinnamon and maple syrup and nutmeg and you mix it all around and then have it with granola and it is so good and i know it literally just became september but i am already really excited for everything pumpkin i do not care what you think of me for loving pumpkin things basic yep yep i will fully fully embrace that term but it is really good and it's protein filled breakfast, you know, and you can add your granolas. And also I made these little cinnamon walnuts, like cinnamon roasted walnuts to go on it. It is super good. So I would recommend that. It's a good breakfast. All right. All right. Now and Laters came out with a new candy. Oh my gosh. It is basically Now and Laters that are shelled in like a hard candy coating and they are delicious. <laughs> So if you see those at the grocery store, get them. Also, Trolley or Trolley came out with watermelon. 
gummy worms. Watermelon gummy worms. They're so good. Also, they have very berry gummy worms, which is only the good flavors of the normal so gummy worms. So pink and blue? Pink and blue. And yes. I will say this about your watermelon ones. I like the gummy worms because the texture is way better than the, the trolley watermelons. The sour watermelons. Or the sour patch watermelons. The sour patch watermelons. I yes. like the texture of the gummy worms a lot more. It's nicer yes. on my teeth. And then I've got two music recommendations. One is like rap and it's, I don't know, it just like reminds me of like 90s rap. It's Magic and Bird and it's <laughs> Andy Minio and Words Played. And I don't know, it's just like fun and good and... Um, it is yeah, good. I like that. And then um, Wage War. It just brings me back to like 2009, 2010, like total uh, post-hardcore, like, I don't know, just like so many feels. And it's just like killer breakdowns, but then also like so moody and... Yeah, it's just, it's good. Um, and Noah Gunderson, um, his song Bad Desire, it, I mean, it uh, is a lot different. He played it acoustic when we went to go see him, and I took a video, and I like it acoustic so much more. But it's fine. It's whatever. And um, pretty soon, Thanksgiving is yes. coming up. Which means Christmas music. Yes. So stoked about that. Um, and I hope that you guys are having a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening. Tell us what you, the most amount of time that you spend doing things in what quadrant that's in. And we'll, we'll post this little graphic on our Instagram page. And we want to know what you think about it. So I don't know. I, this was a more interesting topic than I had originally thought it would be. So good job, hon. Thank you. Also, I do not have a joke, and so that's my other plea. Um, if you have any good jokes, please send them to me because I literally I just googled fall jokes, and they're all so lame. I couldn't. I don't even want to tell you any of them. So, if you have any good jokes, it doesn't have to be fall themed. But if you have any jokes at all, just like your favorite joke. If if all of you sent me just one joke, think of all the jokes I would have. <laughs> That would be so awesome. That would be so awesome. So anyways, I hope you guys have a really good week and a happy Monday. Happy Labor Day. Happy life. Happy wife, happy life. All of that. What? That was perfect. That was perfect timing. (laughs) Bye. Happy trails.